We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lucky Podcast, prime time. You know what it is. The Anora boys are in the building. Brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It's that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do it. Responsibly. And as always, CFB Nation, presented by Twisted Tea. Yeah, yeah. Get our audio uh, edibles every day. Apple <laughs> Podcast, Spotify. Hey man, we're the home of the misguided passion, dude. You already know. We spin it different. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is going to be one of the best weekends of the college football season. Ohio State plays at Notre Dame, Florida State at Clemson, Colorado at Oregon, UCLA at Utah, Ole Miss at Alabama, and Iowa at Penn State are just some of the big-time games this weekend. And if you're still looking for last-minute tickets to any of these huge games, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets 
and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBNATION for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code CFBNATION for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. How you doing this evening, Mr. Carter? Man, hey, we uh we here live and in charge. It's the best weekend of the seemingly best weekend of the year. Deuce Knight committed before he the game even started because he know who the victor is gonna be on Saturday. And you know, I think for us. It's a redemptive week, redemption, redemptive, everything included. This is the biggest week of the year. This is turning the college football on its head. This is getting our respect back in the college football landscape that we are who we say we are, and we have transitioned into a new era, and that's the championship era. So we are not the team of the past. We're only the team that's moving forward, and in the short term, it's turned into a long-term success, and we have the better quarterback. So as long as you got the better quarterback going into a big matchup, I'm not worried. In a few minutes, we are going to going to allow Malik. He did it once, but we're going to allow Malik to go back over the film of Deuce Knight and tell you why. Because Malik has been on record saying, yo, Notre Dame does not go get quarterbacks like this. That's right. Well, hell, we haven't – quarterbacks like this haven't been attracted to us. So maybe it's not always us not uh, recruiting them or getting them, but them not being attracted to us. I mean, this is a huge change in in uh, perception. Mm-hmm. Deuce Knight with Tommy Reese at school. I don't think he commits. He well, hell, he didn't commit. <laughs> so it took good old Gino Gadouli, good old Marcus Freeman. This was Gino. Parker. This was Gino's first, first big test. Yeah, first big test. And to get it oh, done in one year, you know, usually top quarterbacks got to wait a wait a minute. You know, they want to see how the year develops. Man, Gino Gadouli in three, four games in a spring and stay in communication with him for the summer had to have said something of the right tune. And then Notre Dame to produce on the field. See, it would, I don't think Deuce would have committed if we beat Central Michigan 24-17, if we beat North Carolina State 35-38, if we, if we went into Ireland and didn't put up a 50-point performance. Mm-hmm. I don't think Deuce is coming to that. Deuce wasn't in committing when we 
barely beating Cal and barely beating Purdue. He see this, he's like, I'm stepping into something where the boot's already on the gas. I just can't take it off the gas. In a time where Deion Sanders and his personality is taking over college football, saving saving is sinking. Yeah. You know, Lane Kiffin getting in trouble. (laughs) Notre Dame seems to find that right pocket. Well, this might just be the safest school to go to. <laughs> That's a top program, man. With a with a with a bright future that you can lock in on. Like I feel like Deuce Knight can say, "Okay, I can commit today and know we can still be good by the time I get there and even out." Yeah, can't say that about Ole Miss. Can't say that about Ohio State. Can't say that about Alabama right now. Can't say that about LSU. Can't say it about a lot of top programs that are hot. Yeah. That we don't know. We may be good right now, but I can't project into the future. You got Marcus Freeman's second year. Second year to turn the whole program around. You know he's going to be there a while. He's going to be there a while. And he and, and I think Deuce Knight saw the steps taken. Recruiting class on point. You addressing the needs that are that are obvious because you know a lot of teams don't address the obvious needs, like the importance of getting a top quarterback. Yeah, like the importance of fixing if you need a pass rusher or or whatever the case. So for us to be where we are, we don't know what Oregon's going to look like. We don't know what, uh, you know, and then outside of those teams, not knowing what the future would look like like a Texas A&M also, you don't know what uh what the recruiting is going to look like. How many teams in the near future going to look for a transfer quarterback? Where Deuce Knight will be like, damn, I, I thought I was going to slide in there and have a chance to start, but they done, they done got a, a senior from some other place. Yeah. So I think this is the perfect opportunity. Deuce saw the matchups. He said, okay, I got guys coming in. I don't have to deal with transfers at this point. They like the potential of what can be in the development standpoint because they got Kenny, CJ. I'm coming in there as opposed to it being an $8 million man, a transfer that's got a lot of hype, and then guys on the roster that we don't know who they are, but they could be good. I mean, Notre Dame really is the safest, biggest place, biggest program with a future where you can put your put your thumb on it. Yes, it's going to happen. It's going to mm-hmm. be there. And I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. Where where, where Marcus Freeman going to go? Alabama? That'd be the only place. And then Julian, uh, you know, my favorite quarterback outside of Deuce, Julian committed to USC, but he's a beast. <laughs> Julian Sam. <laughs> no, that's saying uh, uh-huh. Julian from uh, Georgia. Yeah. He's a beast. So, you know, if you're not going to USC, Notre Dame is the best place to be. Is Deuce Knight taking his chances at Florida State? No, even though they're good right now. So all signs point to green, blue, and gold. I had Deuce this conversation State. earlier, love. If I were a quarterback right now, 
I think I said there are only three programs that I would go to before Notre Dame. Texas. Until Steve Sarkeesian leaves. That's one. USC. USC because of Lincoln Riley. Because of Lincoln Riley. This is if you're an offensive guy and quarterback. Yeah. And the third would be. The third would be Washington with Caleb DeBoer. You really like Washington, man. You've been talking Yo, about Washington. Before, hey, <laughs> he see what we're seeing with Michael Penix now. He did that with Michael Penix at Indiana. Yeah, it ain't yeah. like he he did that with less talent. Like their receiving core is absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing. Really and the yeah. offensive line is really good. But he had Michael Penix. Playing the same way at Indiana with less talent. So I know what Caleb DeBoer. Look, man, we talk about this all the time, and this is the value of Geno Gadouli. I was watching the pregame to Panther Saints. Mm. Do you realize that the Panthers have invested on their offensive staff four former OCs or head coaches that have developed quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm talking about developed good quarterbacks. Are in all the on the staff. Are all on the same staff for Bryce Young. That's how you invest Wait, hold on, in hold on, your hold on, young hold on, hold quarterback. There are, there are four former oh, offensive coordinators slash head coaches. Yes. On the same staff. On the same staff for the Panthers. Bryce Young. That have developed a good quarterback in the NFL. No, that's all bad yeah, for Bryce yeah. Young. That's how you invest in your young quarterback. That's an organization saying, that's our guy. We're all in. I mean, that's that's pretty damn all in. So who's the who's the quarterback coach then? The uh, quarterback coach split, was the only I wonder how they split those uh decisions up. Doug uh, Peterson is the is that Doug? Wait a minute, Doug Peterson. No, Doug Peterson is the head coach of Jacksonville. Yes, uh, who made Trevor's whole career better in one year? Oh, without a doubt, Frank Wright from Indianapolis. Won. Yes, he had Carson Wentz, Andrew Luck, and and uh, he has some guys. Basically, Andrew Luck got him famous. Uh, the former, what's the? Uh, I'm trying to find him right now. That probably the former, co- the former coach of the uh, Colts. Sorry about yeah. that. Josh McCown. Yep, is on He's the staff. Quarterback for 15 plus years. You know the old, the old. Uh, he took over for Tony Dungy in Indianapolis, the older gentleman. He was oh, there to, with Peyton. He took over for Peyton after Ted Marshall Broder left early. You know what I'm saying? He got fired in, in Detroit. He went. No, 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 no. no. He got, got fired in Detroit. Dungy? He got fired as a head coach in. Oh, Detroit. Jim Caldwell. Yes, Jim Caldwell is on the. Un, he was wrongfully fired. Mm-hmm. Wrongfully fired. How you fired with a winning record? That's like the Steelers firing Mike Mike Tomlin after going eight and eight. Hey, man. 
So, you know what was funny today? Before we get to his film, Marcus Freeman was talking. He got caught up. He was so, you know, he came to the podium. Everybody saw how giddy he was. Boy, he walked into that press conference, boy, because he got the call like 15 minutes before his presser. This man walks into his uh, presser like, man, got some good news today. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. In the middle of the press, somebody from the media almost got him to slip up, though. He was like, yeah, so uh, uh, how did the uh, news come? How did you find out? You know, what, how, what was the phone call like? And he started to talk, and you could hear Katie and the rest of the staff like, ho, 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 we can't talk about that. Because he's still a recruit. Like, you can't talk about it. And he was like, yeah, 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 I can't talk about that. It was funny that he was about to go into it. Like, hold on now, coach. No NCAA violations, okay? That would be the worst thing is to get this kid to commit and then lose him to a violation at the press now how do you Now, how do you still get – how do you still get violations with NIL being so open? Like, what is the violation on the kid calling up or whatever the case? You can't talk about any recruit until they officially sign. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so, but you can't talk about it in the media. You can't talk about it at all. Really? Yeah. Like, you, you can't, can't talk about any kid. Like, you can't say a kid specifically. No. That, like, you can't say, like, oh, he committed. I guess, I mean, I didn't know that. I did not know that. I thought you... I thought you couldn't like try to recruit a player. No, man, you can't talk about the player at all. Damn. At all. He know. is not a part of your university. Yeah, you can't talk about nobody's not there. I guess. Can't talk about it. It is. It's amazing <laughs> because as we get into this. The backstory, and you said this, he, he visited Notre Dame four times, bro. Four times this year. That's a lot. You think? Yeah. Four. His mother, like most moms, absolutely loves Notre Dame. Loves Notre Dame. And he gets to a point. I already know what you're thinking, Le. Yes, Bear Bachmeyer being on campus this weekend was was seen. Yeah, probably sped his timeline up a little bit. It was seen. Like, yo, what what what's good? Cause I yeah. remember my recruitment. It was me or uh the dude that ended up going northwestern. And Coach Chuck Martin on my visit was like, listen, we only taking one of y'all. If you don't commit pretty soon, he gonna commit, and then that's it. So I said, "Bet I'm gonna commit," <laughs> and that's what it come down to sometimes. Especially, I mean, you think about Dante's situation; it was the same thing, except Tommy went around him. But you know, you wait too long. Notre Dame don't owe anybody anything, you know. Mm -hmm. So Deuce being smart, I like how he's moving. He's like, listen. I've been there. 
I know what they are as a team because clearly he knew what they were because he must have been doing his homework watching Dante. Now it ended up working out for Dante. Dante's balling right now. He's doing but that well. was that's part of the motivation for how how this went as well. Yeah, had no, Notre, Notre Dame could not afford, nor would they allow themselves to get caught with their pants down like they did with the Dante situation. Right. They had after Dante, they had no backup. The other kids that they liked had gone and committed to other schools, and they just had a blessing towards the end of the year that Kenny Minchie called them up like, "Yo, yeah, Kenny Minchie failed to him. Like it wasn't even like he was on the radar necessarily, but for Marcus Freeman to nail a guy on the radar." And Deuce Knight, I think it's pretty special because mm-hmm. it puts it puts the word out, okay, you know, we're garnering top five quarterbacks. Hasn't happened in a while. Also, we're getting off of the path of the transfer portal right now. And we can really build a solid foundation of guys, you know. And I think we have the team around or the team that can support a guy developing and not have, you know, a fire sale looking for a quarterback to support a team. Mm-hmm. I think Marcus Freeman has done a really, really good job of buying the groceries, having every option available, all the top quality produce. Now all you need is a chef. Because the food good. If you mm-hmm. eat the food by itself, it's top-notch quality. But he's able to provide enough. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, we can develop a young chef. We can start him slow, put him around some good stuff. Because at, at the end of the day, if you burn the food a little bit or if it's a little too not enough salt or something, the food is good on its own. What they say when the food when what they say with steak good you don't need a one sauce. I actually had some chuck eye steaks earlier today, bro, for lunch. <laughs> okay, eating good. Lunch. You know, because the ribeye, the ribeye I have to do right, especially That's if right. I get the bone in. You know what I'm saying? I gotta put that in. Up. Chuck eye, like something you Chris? can do. Chuck eye, you can do on the top. You know, you can do on. That's the top. right, and 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 you and it's like. How many ways can you do it? It's gonna it's gonna turn out pretty good because you don't need that much. Yes. And that's what yes. the Notre Dame offense is. The Notre Dame offense is Chuck Steak. Yeah, you can go in, you can dress it up, you can go extra hard with it, and you can taste a little better than the regular standard. But if you just salt pepper that thing up, flip every 15 minutes or whatever, you'll still get a good meal. Alabama got flank steak. Where you really got to curate it and, and marinate yeah. it the night before. Yeah. You got to work with it. And you got to be gotta careful with that flank, but you got to be careful with that flank. You might burn it. Yes. You might burn it if you ain't watching it. And that's what they're dealing with because they don't have the right chef in the kitchen. Everybody burning the steak up because it's tricky. Because they got a faulty O line, a suspect receiver core. Running backs aren't flashing that great. 
at Notre Dame, Sam Hartman, qualified chef, been around the world a couple times, done won a couple of competitions, state competitions. We just said, hey, can you just do this Chuck, this Chuck steak right? We ain't asking you to make it five stars, just just do it right. Make it, make it edible. Because the meat already good. We just need you to do your thing. Because Sam Hartman is supported. That's why I love somebody tweeted me today. They said, Sam Hartman is 0-5 versus top teams. I'm like, wait nope. for it. Wait for it. He was at Wake Forest cooking with cooking with the worst food. So no doubt he was 0-5. Yes. Of course yeah. he was 0-5. Yeah. Of course. Because you had to have been Superman mm -hmm. to be anything other than that. But we brought Sam over here and he gave him some resources like we saw from NC State. That's why my like, y'all must not have saw that NC State game. NC State was doing that woofing. Oh, he's 0-2 when he comes to there. He's going to regret it. Oh, he knows what that defense is like. They had all these sacks and picks on him. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And what did we say before? He don't got the team that he came there with this time. He got his big brothers. His big brothers didn't came this time. So yeah, all that, all that woofing. Okay, we're gonna send you his big brother Audrey. Run 80 yard touchdown on you. How you like that? Then you got his other brother, Owen States. Just the point getter, just easy touchdown. Deal with some of that. So this ain't the Sam Hartman of old. This is the Sam Hartman, or AKA Tony Stark, with that Iron Man suit. It's a different battle. What they say, you caught us with our pants down last year. Mm -hmm. Our pants were a little bit too big. We couldn't hold them things up. And y'all caught us slipping. Now? And y'all coming up? And y'all coming to us? With a young man at quarterback? Kyle McCord? Oh, man, tables have turned real fast. And in, 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 in the blind blind hope and blind fandom of Ohio State is going to come into a rude awakening. Because half of them ain't seen the games. They couldn't have. Y'all saw what y'all did with Indiana? Y'all think that's acceptable? Even in our first game, we wasn't struggling like that. So young Kyle McCord is also going against the best defense he's ever seen. Not just the best defense of, his, of the team or, you know, a challenging defense. This is the best defense he has ever seen in his life. In his life. It ain't like Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman has seen defenses. Seen better defenses. He has seen Clemson when they had four All-Americans at D-line. He done seen the Deshaun Watsons and Ian Books whoop his, whoop his butt all four years. He done seen all the defenses. He, seen, he done seen Isaiah Fowski. He done seen the best of the best. So you tell me what's different. Kyle McCord has never seen a defense this good in his life, in his no matter what simulation you think can help him prepare. Nothing can help him prepare for this experience on Saturday. Whereas, Sam, this is just another big game. Just another big game for Sam. So... Remember, we said we were going to 
keep our big brother in remembrance of what he said. Remember Carl, our brother Carl Reed Jr. That's right. Yeah, I remember. He said, if Notre Dame wins, I'm coming on the post-game show. Oh, yeah, you got to. Remember that? And he also said Notre Dame fans will be clamoring for Tommy Reese to come back after three or four games. Oh. He also said that. I just reminded him that he said that. Yeah, clamoring. Now well, congratulating like, the fact that he's not at Notre Dame. His response <laughs> to that was, yeah, man. Let's see how this Ohio State game goes. I'm like, no, 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 no. This has zero to do with Ohio State. These are your words. You say, got nothing to do with Ohio State. No, it don't. You said this, bro. <laughs> he bust up laughing. Yeah, don't be trying to throw in. See, they, they want to throw them caveats because they don't think that mm -hmm. we can do it. That's why. Mm -hmm. You didn't say nothing about Navy. You said you didn't say wait to see Navy. You didn't say wait mm -hmm. to see NCAA. Use what you said, wait to see a team that I think can beat you. That's why you said it. But lo and behold, we are not the ducks that we were before. We are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. A little lot of bit different. Perspectively, we're different. Chemistry, we're different. Quarterback, we're different. So what's, what's the joke going to be on? Because, you know, last time it was a huge joke. Oh, y'all don't even know your quarterback. Oh, how you going to score points? Oh, you're going to run the ball all game. Oh, the... what is the joke going into Ohio State this time? There ain't no joke. It's a, oh, we, it's a good game. It's, it's the matchup. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm like. It's a whole narrative shit. And this is the year to get them. This is the year to get them. Because I think this is the this is the this is the this is a clear distinction of when two teams collide in a big game. One team is going this way if they win, and one team is going this way if they lose. This is a season changing game. Ohio State lose this game on Saturday. They're not winning the Big Ten. They're not beating Michigan. First of all, and they're, they're not, not even going to be in the playoff picture. They're not beating Michigan at Big House this year. They're, <laughs> they're not. not. They're not. It, this no. game doesn't. This has no bearing <laughs> on on that. They have Ryan oh, days can, on it. You can say they're not beating Michigan regardless of what happens. No, <laughs> have, I have very little faith that they beat Michigan, bro. Very little. And this also goes to show you that this ain't this for us. We're the we're the top dog in this game. Which is rare. Game. Yeah, which is rare. It's a big we game. Rarely, the man, we rarely have the best quarterback in these matchups, bro. Rarely. We're not walking into these big games like, oh, Notre Dame has the better, the best quarterback. That that does happen. Hasn't happened since psh, who knows when. That 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 doesn't happen. But now, let me We're let me tell dogs. you something. Notre Dame has to do one thing on Saturday. Because left, I'm going to let you take the second half. I'm going to play some uh, video from Coach Marcus Wait, Freeman. What, 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 and I'm going to let Malik talk why about Coach this. Alfred, why Coach Alfred just text me, man? 
What Coach Alfred say, bro? What Coach Alfred just text me, man. Talk about, look, I got to put the text out there. With the, hmm. Coach Alfred, I'm here listening. Coach Alfred, you in the chat listening? Because I said, because I said, and we have a better running back room. In fact, I knew Coach Alfred was going to catch Coach Alfred's eye. I knew it was going to catch his eye. It's funny because one of the listeners tried to check us in the comments after because they said that uh, no one really drinks a Nora whiskey. They're like, Coach Freeman, does, Coach Freeman doesn't drink a Nora whiskey. I'm like, dude, he's already sent his picture in his oh, office yeah. with Definitely. a Nora whiskey. So, I mean, and now Coach Alfred is hitting you up. Because he's, he's, he's following your tweets. And in this chat, he's got one of his assistants watching. Like, hey, see what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because they know. They know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. I love Coach Alfred, though. So it's like I said, Coach Alfred, I didn't say the best running back. Coach hey, Coach, <laughs> Coach, you know what it is. Yeah. It's that you time. Yeah, I got to talk about stuff. You know I what it is. I got to talk about stuff. So, like, in a few moments, we're going to allow Malik to talk about the trash he's been talking all day with Ohio State fans. But really, they've been coming at him because he was he was playing Mr. Cotter. With the kids earlier today. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm just a sub, man. I'm just a sub at an elementary yeah. school. Why y'all attacking me? <laughs> I'm not playing. I'm 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 just a sub, man. I'm teaching math and science. Let me can I tell you what this game comes down to me? Talk to me. What it comes down to for me. We could talk about Sam Hartman. We could talk about revenge. We could talk about all of these other things. Marcus Freeman, Ryan Day on the hot seat. Players, coaches, coordinators. Notre Dame has to be willing to get hit. See, I'm going to give you a boxing analogy. In order for Notre Dame to be effective, they're going to they're gonna have to hit Ohio State to the body. 
Yep. They have to wear them down. Yep. And we got and it. And we got if you have them. dreams, see people, you know, sit up here like Ohio State is trash. We just gonna come out from the get go and blow them out. <laughs> Heck, I am not God. I do not know how it's know. going to go. But I, if I were a betting man, I say we win. It's safe to say that that is not going to happen. Yeah. But for Notre Dame to be at its best, it's going to have to hit Ohio State with body blows. See, that's, that's why Michigan dominates them. Oh, yeah. Michigan hit them. Michigan they, just, they can't breathe. They hit Michigan, them in that. Michigan just body blow. But see, Michigan is not afraid to take hits early. Nope. They're not afraid they're not afraid to let, not afraid to let Carr, State. Carr had like 400 yards and six and all these touchdowns. See, CJ Carr was going, exactly. CJ going crazy. See, Michigan's not afraid to let Ohio State score, score first. Oh. It's like, okay, you all score first. We're gonna keep we, man. We gonna our game plan, like we're gonna beat you up the whole game. Yeah, beat you up the whole game. You look up in the third quarter, and it's a 13-10 game, and all of a sudden. And you're going to be like, wait, there's eight minutes left in the third, and, and we feel yeah. like we've been playing for, for 28 minutes. Mm-hmm. But in order to get to that point, Notre Dame has to be willing to get hit. It's like a boxer that works on the inside. You, If you need to get inside, you have to be willing to take a couple of jabs to the head to get inside and some other punches and then go to work when you get them in the, in the corner and on the ropes. And that's Notre Dame. People ask, like, is this like the Clemson game? No. No. Because Sam yeah, Hartman is, gives you. Crawford versus Earl Spence. That's what this <laughs> game on. is. Come on, man. This ain't Because the much. disrespect, you it's saw big. the disrespect to Bud. Yes. You saw the, di- oh, this the big fish. Oh, it's Earl. He's going to just walk him down and beat and what, and what And what and what Bud do? Bud mm-hmm. went in there, took some shots. It was like nothing that Earl was hitting him with was working. He was just mm-hmm. off. And when he got in that body, easy money. Everybody wanted Earl. Oh, Earl went to the Cowboys. He got all the Michael Parsons and all the Cowboys at the game. Jerry Jones giving them good luck. And with the blood train in the mountains. But nobody around. No stars came and saw him. None of that. He said, I'm going to catch a big fish today. And that's what we're doing. Everybody just giving Ohio State. Oh, they just gonna do what they do best. I saw this Ohio State podcast. He said, "Man, if I I don't have enough apps to bet on Ohio State." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, word." Yeah, I will <laughs> say this. I see people in the chat talking about Lorenzo Styles. First of all, Lorenzo Styles at DB is no pushover. It's actually his best position, and. uh I was at practice. Lorenzo Styles was manhandling our receivers. Yeah, but that's like you know, literally, like physically taking them off the line and just <laughs> at that point he was ticked off. at that child. point he was playing angry because at that point he was ticked off and he knew he was transferring. So yeah, he he's gonna play inspired for sure. But I'm just saying he he's not a pushover at defensive no. back by any stretch of the imagination. No, hell, his brother on the team too. Mm-hmm. Brother's not a, his brother's not a joke but the thing is what's different is the fact that Ohio State with this team ain't mm-hmm. been through nothing. they ain't been through nothing mm-hmm. 
Ohio State was riding the, the coattails of the supremely talented 5% of the team. Mm-hmm. This is Ohio State team that's a little more bland, a little more overall good. Not top-heavy good, overall good. A good football team. Before, it was a good football team sprinkled with all the extra zest. So he was like, that ain't no regular cake. That got some, that got something else on it. Mm-hmm. Now this is just a good team. But we're a great team. And that's the difference. Last year, now see this, we'll say that for the week. Deuce Knight, here we go, left. There's so much to get to with this game. So much to get to. I don't want to jump out in front. So what's good about Deuce Knight? Well, I like his size. We're recruiting size. Mm-hmm. The last time we recruited size, we had some success. Who was that? Deshaun? Deshaun had some success 2015 when we recruited size. Now, the development piece we lacked, but we have also gained development with this. So the second time around, I think it'll go good with the size. What we like about Deuce Knight is the fact that he's – Everything that you would want when it comes to a coach that can build a player in an offense that is good but could use an X factor like this. He may not have the perfect mechanics and the perfect technique. He may look a little awkward. But when it comes to playing football with the right coaching, because that's what's also key. Uh-huh. the potential is greater than what you see in on-field. Some guys you can watch film of and be like, yeah, I test, psh, day one starter, boopy boop. But when you're a great coach with a, with a great knowledge of who you got on your team and what you can do in development, you look at Deuce Knight and say, oh, this is, I can make this better than what I'm looking at on the film. And when you can do that, envision you making this kid the perfect fit for your offense because you know you can develop him in things he may look like he's lacking, a.k.a. Lamar Jackson going to Louisville. Coach saw something in him because Lamar was about to, didn't have quarterback <clears throat> offense like that. His best one was Louisville. What's, but Paterno, what's, it, what's it, Patino? Patino saw something in Lamar that was greater than just his athleticism he's seeing on film. Bobby See, Tommy Petrino. couldn't coach a guy like Deuce Knight. Because Tommy is going to look at his highlight film and be like, this is all he can do. But when you got development and when you can coach, you say, I like what he can do because some of that stuff I can't coach. But what I can coach about this kid can make him so much better than what other teams are viewing him as. And that's what I think the potential lies in Deuce is because you can't you can't teach 6'5", can't teach a big arm, can't teach an athlete, right? Can't teach a guy that makes it look like it's easy. He makes it look easy. He's not out there stressing and pressing. I think he should play with a little more urgency. <laughs> but that comes to with development and what coaching does. And then you surround him with a good team. This is all of what 
you want when you're recruiting next level quarterbacking. Because now we're recruiting based on talent. Before we're trying to get ready-made guys that we're just waiting to put in the game to learn the offense. Now we've, we've taken it to the next level because we're recruiting the five-star talent at the position that we're looking to build into the quarterback of the future. That's different. That's different. Before we're trying to take the, the pocket passing guy with a bunch of numbers in high school from little New Haven, Connecticut. Oh, he threw for 10,000 yards in Rhode Island. And he's 5'11", but it's okay because he threw for 10,000 yards in Rhode Island. But now is oh, we got a 4'4", four, 4'5", four, four, quarterback speed-wise, with a cannon, freak athlete. That's something that you can mold. That's something that you can build on top of that foundation. What foundation can you build on top of Drew Pond? He's already as good as he's going to get. He ain't going to get taller. He ain't going to get faster. He's going to get more accurate. He's already semi-accurate. But when you come to a kid like this, you're like, oh, my gosh. He's already four or five. So, shoot, if we run in a play, a read option, he could take it all the way. It don't have to be oh, the, the perfect play call. The moment the moment he takes the first snap, he improves the running game. He improves the running game. See, right now, teams don't even have to think about Sam Hartman pulling the ball. No. You got to think about what his potential is if, as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we have great coaching is going to put defenses in tough positions to where it's like, okay, if you want to take one away, we got the talent and the coaching to, to develop our quarterback to beat you in other ways. This is how you get that championship level. Because now you're putting in a position where we got a tier one quarterback, talent-wise. When's the last time we had a tier one quarterback from just talent alone? As good as we like, as much as we like Sam and as, as good as he's been for us, he's not a tier one quarterback in college football. His stats are looking like it and, you know, position and all that. But NFL is going to be like, we taking Caleb Williams. Straight up. We taking Drake May. XYZ from just talent alone. Deuce is a potential first round based off of the look, the eye test. Potential. 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 But somebody in the chat just asked us to compare him and Dante. And I saw somebody else say that Deuce had a higher ceiling. Dante Moore is a top five pick in the NFL draft. Period. He's a, he's a top five pick in the NFL draft. You'll see it. You'll see it play out over the next three years. But Dante is a Dante is polished at whatever yes, you want to talk about. He's, he's, he's Dante arm mobility polished and is going to get better. So I, you know. Deuce can can be along the lines of, of Richardson, 
tight. I mean, yeah, Anthony Richardson went top five in the draft. Like, come on, he you watch his high school film, you're gonna be like Man, Anthony, brother... Anthony Richardson was playing really well before the concussion yesterday. Right. I'm saying, but you was watching his high school film, like nobody counted him as a top five pick in the draft based on the eye test standards of what a quarterback was gonna be. This is the how you new age, right? Yeah, the new age version of predicting talent. Yeah, is guys that may not be polished right now, but that's what you go to college for to get polished. A lot of these ready-made guys, the problem with the, it's like it's like it's like those kids that win the World Series when they're like twelve, and that's the peak of their career. Cause that was their ceiling. <laughs> Which, how, what's, what's the crazy stat? All the all the World Series, the Little League World Series winners, where they end up being. And it's like less than 10% in the actual MLB. Mm-hmm. It's, sometimes it's okay not to be a finished product before the you get to the, the next stage. Yeah. Anthony Richardson wasn't. No. And, and Dante. And top five pick. Dante. Now, Dante is a consistent. Dante, it, Dante let me explain because, you know, I see people in the chat. Dante and Dante and his people didn't give a darn about winning. Dante is looking towards the league already. Yeah, he ain't care about winning. You about winning that? You see, yeah, he you know nil and getting to the league. That's it, and that's fine. If he wanted to win, he would have committed to Notre Dame. If yeah, that was at the top of his list. The fact that he went from Notre Dame to Oregon and then from Oregon to UCLA. About getting to the league. Him and his people ain't they're not thinking about winning. And I'm not mad at him. It's the way you want to do it. It's the way, regardless of what sport, however you and your people want to do it. Fine. You know. Hey, I have no problem with people that go get the bag, bro. No. There is no, there is no per like you can't say, oh, well. Education wasn't his decision. Or, oh, he didn't want to be a part of prestige. It's no, you don't have to. You can mm-hmm. go your own route. And, 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 and the way that he's unapologetic about it towards the end of his recruitment, I mean, hey, you deserve it. You're the top five-star quarterback. And he kept it about what it what the, the, the current status of college football is, which is get your money. Because it's mm-hmm. kind of in shambles right now. How mm-hmm. Get your money and find a place to start as a freshman. That's that's the game. That's the you game. Have to, you have to ask yourself if you're winning. If you if you're so hell bent to win, there's only three three four teams. There's only four teams you even going to. You're even going Georgia, to. Alabama. I don't know about Alabama right now, though. I mean, it, currently as it stands. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Georgia, USC, us, and Texas, and Washington. Like you said, after Washington. Other than that, if you if you trying to win, go there. But if you trying to do enough to get some good film, hell, get paid for it. At this current state of college football, bro, you know what time it is. We are seeing <laughs> players leave Georgia. To go get NIL money. And, now, and, and now, through the NFL. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's a that's a that's man. If you could draw up how to how to be a receiver and go through college football recruiting and all that, take his route. Get two championships, dip. Mm-hmm. You'll get a massive bag from another team that's that's gonna throw you the rock. Another good court. Now, who cares? They win a championship. He don't care. I doubt AJ Mitchell cares if they win a championship because he's already gotten everything he he left Georgia for, and Georgia probably was giving him some money. Mm-hmm. He, but he went to that oil money in Texas. Boy, ain't no telling. Him and Arch Manning might be getting the same check. Mm-hmm. But nobody's gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, well, he didn't graduate. He's an idiot. Oh, he didn't." That's not what college football is. That whole tradition and loyalty to the school and love for education over football first is when that money got interjected in there. Yeah, the game changed. Like someone in the chat said, if you get hurt, that pro football draft means nothing. Sam, do you realize Caleb Williams is going to have like $10 million in his bank account before he gets to the draft? The game has changed, man. That All that, the old cliches that y'all throwing out. It don't, it don't apply. It doesn't apply. Because the it, money doesn't got put not, in. The money, is astro- the, the money is so good that Shadur Sanders might come back next year. <laughs> Nobody talking about. That that, whole, that a, whole did you see the degree, watch? He had? If you don't get a degree, if you could get hurt, man, these kids you see the are making millions of dollars, millions of dollars right now. That all those old adages, they don't they hold don't up. Apply. The they just don't apply. They just don't, they don't hold up the same left. They just Especially don't. Especially if your kid is a five-star. Now, if you two star or something, you still apply. Right now, how much money did Bryce? How much money did Bryce make before he got to the league? At a million, he was sitting on a million watching film of Mac Jones. Right, not playing, sitting on a million. Now he now he made that million good. Now, yeah, but it went up every year though. I remember watching this dude at SEC Day. Last year, this mark came to SEC Media Day with some red bottoms, no socks, velvet, no socks. I said, "This dude here." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When you see the no socks and the slip on and the slip on shoes that you don't know what they call, yeah, and you ain't played one snap. Hell, I was wearing Team Issue shoes at my press conference. Man, first of all, for people in the chat that are saying Shadur is already rich. Let me tell you something about uh, the culture that he comes from. Shadur ain't rich. His daddy's rich. That's a difference. That's a difference. Y'all, he come from money. Shadur is not rich. His daddy is rich. His daddy rich. Once Shadur starts making his own money, and he be rich. But until then, the the the, the bond is cut. Like, hey, go. Take care of your business. That ain't, bruh. I don't care if it's Caleb Williams, Dante Moore. The money is too ridiculous, bro. It's it's just too ridiculous. It is. Money too good. A great story. Lewis Seen, the second year safety from Georgia. Man, this dude was taking his NIL money while he was at Georgia, 
and invested it and tripled it before he even graduated. It do. The, the game is different, bro. The game now, is different. Look, we are not here to devalue degrees, college degrees. And we're definitely not here to devalue a Notre Dame degree in comparison to well, I mean, first of all, know, man, 10 million. You get 10 million at 18. Are you making 10 million off a degree? What's the probability? Let's just no, say no, that. my my point is, my point is, look, getting a degree is you have what 30 years to come back and get your degree from a school? Something like that. Jerome Bettis did it. Yeah, yeah 30 years. 30, 30 something. <laughs> yeah, thirty something and years. Acted like he was a true freshman. It, I mean, you know, left, left. <laughs> if left, hey, I pray, bro. I don't know what the mark is going to be like when when little left and and uh. Oh, we we go for that Shador bag. Hey, <laughs> when they go through, when they go through, who knows what it's going to be like? All I do know is I'm not mad at you, Uncle. Um, hey, um. <laughs> <laughs> Unk got y'all back, bro. Hey, I'm feeling calls right now. Yeah, everybody that, that's that's gonna be talking about degrees, it's like, man, y'all can, can keep them degrees. Y'all can keep the degrees for now. Can we right, back? Nico, Nico is sitting on the bench behind Joe Milton making eight million, bro. Eight and it's broken down. I think it's broken down to like he made two million his first year. Six million next year, something yeah. crazy, something stupid. So it's like he's got a whole contract essentially. Mm -hmm. All you got, he probably ain't go to one class. How about that? Mm -hmm. He probably ain't been in one class. One because the pressure, you better be ready to go. You ain't thinking about no science class one on one. Hell, his head coach ain't thinking about no science class one on one. What Lane Kiffin say today in that audio tape recording that his player had of him in the meeting? He said, this is a job. This ain't school, fool. I talked, to my, school, I talked fool. to my daughter this weekend, and my daughter's really cool with, like, a couple of her guys play uh, defensive back for USC. And these are all fashionistas over there. Yeah, so she's like really cool with color, but I was laughing because she hasn't been to a game this year. She has season tickets. And I'm like, yo, why do we cut that check if you're not going to the games? And she's like, oh, I just haven't felt it, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, you at least have to like sell the tickets yeah. or something to other students. And uh, she was like, man. I was like, how are your boys doing? She was like, they cool. They always asking for my notes. Ain't never in class. Never. And she's like, man, I, I was walking campus today. I think it was Friday. She was like, I was walking campus today. And this cat Caleb was walking around in a pink shirt and some soccer shorts and some flip flops. You know he ain't going to class. I was like, it must, it must be nice. I mean, okay. He's an outlier. Come on. He, listen, 
You go ahead and make your money in Wendy's commercials. <laughs> he got he got commercials to make. You know, he can't go to class. He got commercials. I'll tell to you make. what, he ain't, he's not doing that in Notre Dame. No, 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 no. He he's no not living. No, no, no. He he's going to class at Notre Dame, bro. He's gonna be the first in class at Oh, you're not playing. I don't know. You know. <laughs> it's just the way it's just I mean, or you're not even gonna have the chance to play. You're gonna be sitting in that academic uh academic jail. You know what I mean? So yeah, he chose the right place, but at the end of the day, it's some it works for some guys, it doesn't work for others, you know. I think Sam has done the best job of showing the potential of what NIL can look for quarterbacks at Notre Dame. Yeah, it's not the top of the top. You know how Caleb Williams is just everywhere. But he got him a nice little soap dove head and shoulders commercial. He got him a mm-hmm. nice beach by Dre with, with all the fixings. He's, he's in the conversation. Oh, my God. Guess who just hit me? Guess who just hit me? This is crazy. Tonight is crazy. You said Coach Alfred hit you. Guess who just hit me? Saying who you got this week, my guy? Carl Reed. Carl Reed hit you? No, that cat Carnell. Ah! (laughs) That cat Carnell. That cat Carnell just hit me. (laughs) What's up with Ohio State being so worried about everything we got going on? What's up with y'all? Oh, I'm waiting for the Notre Dame player to hit somebody with Ohio State. All I see is Ohio State bothering us. What y'all bothering us for? Y'all supposed to be focused on getting ready. Y'all over here texting us. What y'all think? What do you what? <laughs> y'all nervous? Y'all gotta be nervous. Y'all trying to see what, what's going on over here. What you trying to see? You gotta ask about Ben Morrison. I say Yo. I got Ben Morrison. What you got? What you got, Cardinal? I love you, but I got Ben Morrison. What what you got? You, you working on your releases this week? That's what I'll be saying. Is I got oh, Coach man. Alfred hitting me, Carnell hitting you. What's I mean, these guys that's got to play on Saturday. We should text them. I'm not even playing on Saturday, Coach. That's y'all. I have no fighting. I, I can't do nothing about the game. I don't know what's gonna happen. These dudes, my man, their antennas must be up in Buckeye Land, bro. Coach Alfred yeah. hitting you. Arnell's texting me. And it's Monday. Good <laughs> it's Monday, bro. It's Monday. <laughs> you can't say it's like, what kind of question is that? What do you mean? Who I got? Because you know he's pulling on my Chicago heart, bro. That's okay. Cause I'm, you know, I'm Chicago. I'm Chicago of everything. You already know that. I'm Chicago of everything. He's up here trying to pull my heartstrings. He trying to get a little support before he go. Why you need all this support, Cardell? Y'all nice. You didn't got your touchdown last week. You want to? You supposed to build on that? But you need this extra little support from Chicago. What? what? Come on now. <laughs> Yo, Why y'all think about us so much, Ohio State? Y'all supposed to be laughing that we even coming, y'all even coming to Notre Dame, right? Because we, what time we is not this dude just leaving. He's finishing practice and eating dinner. Yeah, Ryan Day ain't even finished breaking down what, what Notre Dame coming with. He ain't even put up the depth chart of Notre Dame yet. It's Monday. Y'all over here asking us. He ain't even, y'all ain't even uh, got your full, y'all haven't practiced no. Third down looks. Y'all haven't practiced no blitz pickup. Y'all ain't practiced no 
nothing yet. And y'all asking who y'all got. That's how I know. But this is an epic show. This is an epic show, bro. This is an this is an epic show. I think I think Coach Alfred's capping a little bit though, saying he take his guys over ours. I'm like over Aldrich, over Jeremiah Love. Look, I, I I know you like your guys, but over Aldrich, oh, well, we have hey, we have the best running back in the game. That's what I'm saying. We got the best one. We absolutely do. First of all, the no. The Ohio State running backs self check because of Ryan Day. Ryan Day doesn't run. He doesn't run the ball in big games. He refuses to. He'll throw a screen to his receiver before he hand it off. Bro. (laughs) He'll throw a bubble to Marvin Harrison Jr. before he hand it off. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is literally because we were just. I congratulated him. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you know, uh, he's been a lucky lefty. You know, we built a relationship, and uh, he looked at us as big brothers. And then we kind of got stronger when he went through what he went through with the loss of his mom and. Uh, you know, our ministry has been kind of helping out with his siblings, with our food pantry and some other things. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I congratulate called his first touchdown this weekend. So I, I, I congratulated him this weekend. And uh, he was like, yo, you got to come up for a game. That felt weird. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you got to come up for a game. I'm like, bro, I can't. I don't want to walk into that stadium. But now he's trolled. He's he's talking crazy now. He's talking crazy now, y'all. How they got this overinflated sense of themselves? You know, Yo, I mean, they've been riding he, high hey, for a long time. He hey, he said he's like y'all hey. Y'all don't know what's coming. How do we not? Uh, how do we? How hey, do we not know what's coming? It's hey, it's only popping. It's only popping. I love Cardell. Love him, but it's only popping, boy. Well, you got boy. Look, boy. Look, <laughs> it's only popping, boy. It's only popping. I was trying to be chill because it's Monday and build nope. up this nope. cat C tape. This cat C tape that got me lit. Nope. He got I me told lit tonight, you. LL Nation. He got I me told lit. You, baby. I told you. I got the, I hey. got the Ohio State fans all in my DMs. Before I forget, oh, before Monday. I forget, LL question of the day. Who is the most important Notre Dame player this weekend? It's a continuation from a tweet I put up last night. I had almost close to 900 responses. And out of those 900 responses, I have three for J.D. Tayah. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Notre Dame fan base. This is time to be a fan base. Notre Dame fan base, this is, the, this is why you love being a Notre Dame fan. For games like this. Because the team we playing, oh my goodness. <laughs> Their fan base thinks they the baddest thing since sliced bread. Since sliced bread, I mean, they they can do, they sending me memes. They sending me stats from years ago. <laughs> they they got this. They, they think that this guy Sam Hartman is like, like we got the bum on the street or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that this is way more entertaining than the USC matchup because USC know better not to talk crazy. I don't care if they got Caleb Williams. They know better not to talk crazy to us. But we've been doing the USC for so long. It's a shame. It's a shame. They just started getting all right. But this Ohio State matchup, we got to beat these dudes because we're knocking them off of a podium. That's what that is. Everybody <laughs> every year talking about, oh, it's Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, whoop de whoop Clemson, whoop de whoop We taking that spot. Mm. What what they what, what they doing, 300? Kicked him right in that hole? You're kicking them right off that spot. Now every year you're going to go into the year talking about Notre Dame, X team, X team, X team, but Ohio State no longer. Ohio State, matter of fact, is a bottom tier Big Ten team the way they've been let's playing. Let's go. Let's go, LL. Let's go, ND Nation. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let Man, look. Bro, Lucky Lucky Podcast, we talked about Deuce Night. That's over. Let's get to this game, bro. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll be right back. Lucky Lucky Podcast. <laughs> 